This is the podcast for Indelible, a documentary in progress for the week of March 6th, 2017. It's been a while since I felt I could do a podcast. But this past weekend, I made some decisions and restructured the project, so I felt it was probably a good time to try. I've spent a lot of my time since early October witnessing events at Standing Rock through long-distance methods. Mostly live feeds and videos from those on the ground and drones in the sky. I wanted to get there, but I wasn't able to get there. So this long-distance approach had to do. But it changed me. And in doing so, it changed how I view this project. So I just want to say that I'm forever indebted to those who stood bravely on the ground at Standing Rock and took a relentless stand against corruption without using violence or hostility, but instead were aligned with what is good in what I call our natural world. I'm from European descent, and throughout most of my adult life, I spent time obtaining education, one way or another, sometimes formally, sometimes informally. And I've read a lot, pretty much since I was six. And as I developed, the thinkers that I found and read were mostly of European descent. Intellectuals and their work in the art world, where I spent much of my career, were also of European descent. The sciences, where I often explored, were also based on knowledge that came from those of European descent. The writers who I loved were primarily of European descent. And the convoluted and twisted philosophers I read were, again, of European descent. What happened at Standing Rock changed how I felt about all of this work. And this entire body of knowledge. It started to seem like a body of work of the lost and the displaced. It seemed perverse. It seemed grounded in nothing but a desire to make sense of nothingness and create a market, something to sell. In contrast, although many of the indigenous people who I learned from at Standing Rock were physically displaced and in poverty, they were well grounded by their traditions, which they had practiced for thousands of years. And these traditions included a love and respect for the natural world. This was very different from the world I was familiar with, yet which was making me increasingly uncomfortable. It was a world that seemed to only see the natural world as a portfolio of resources, 
and whose leaders were mostly of European descent. And so I started to listen to the indigenous leaders and teachers at Standing Rock. They came in many forms, all ages, genders. They weren't saints. They were merely people. But people was something I wanted to learn. It was something I felt. Something I felt I wanted to learn. And I'm learning. At the same time, I received new information about kids who, like Carl, had been trained as mercenaries as young teens without having much choice. And because of this knowledge and relationships I began to form with survivors who I also recently met, I realized Carl was just one of many in a larger story. And this larger story had implications about who we, the Corporation of the United States, have become and where we're going. The story these kids lived was important to tell, and Carl's experience was embedded into this story, so the project changed. Because of Standing Rock, I can no longer see any history outside of nature, including human nature. And this makes me feel a different kind of responsibility to those in the story, whether or not they're alive or whether they died long ago. Indelible is a story about human lives in poverty and their exploitation by others who see no human value in a life which exists in poverty. It's about lost and forlorn military troops and their training and the displaced and corrupt law enforcement and courts who suffer from an illness of the soul. It's about the sad and weak who become wealthy and then choose to consume the young who live in poverty and dispose of them as quietly as possible. It's about the possibility of healing by acknowledging what has been complicit in perpetuating an illness. And hopefully, it's about recognizing what was beautiful and what survives because of the tremendous courage of a few and their ability to remain open-hearted, even in places where there is seemingly no possibility of light. And that's all I have to say for today. So thank you very much for listening. Bye.